Welcome back to Let's Talk PMA. We're so excited to have you guys back here today. Um, Mom, have you ever been frustrated or upset and you went to someone that you trusted um, to like get some advice, but all they wanted to do was just like fix it, fix the problem instead of just listen to you? I've been in that situation, but I've also been the one that um, hasn't been the listener, has been the one that wants to fix it. I am, especially with my family, I'm the one that takes on fixing things for them. And so when you guys come to me for advice or just want me to listen, a lot of times all I can think of is what can they do to make it better? What can I do to help them make it better? And a lot of times you guys don't want that. Just want me to sit there and listen. Yeah, it's really hard when you have that like personal entity that is added to it, um, like the relationships. So like with you, I know when you're with your clients, it's a lot easier for you to be that sounding board and for you to just kind of like listen and then bring up that other point of view for them to see it and so then they get their own thoughts going instead of when you're talking to like me or my brother or dad um when you're talking to us you know everything about us and so you want to really like fix it because you're like oh I know exactly what you're talking about or I know you in such a personal way that I know how I can help you fix this because I know how you react to certain situations and that happens a lot with like parents helping their athletes. And it can be really hard because I know when I was an athlete, I really just wanted like after a game or a practice and I was frustrated, I just wanted to vent and not to like have anybody say anything back. Because as soon as you started saying something to me, I didn't want to hear it. And so I wasn't benefiting from what they were saying because I just needed a vent. I needed an outlet so I could just let out what I needed to let out and move on from it. Maybe yeah. later on, I could get some like beneficial like advice from it. But mo like in some situations, really all you want is just to be heard and just to be like, I just need to get this off my chest. Mm -hmm. Well, and sometimes it's a matter of just listening and letting them ask for help. You know, when, when it's like, okay, they vented and it's like, what should I do? Then, then you can come in and be like, you know, this is what I think, or, you know, go into your questions, but until they ask for help, it really, um, it, you just shouldn't give it. I plain and simple. Yeah. I mean, I think truly it's just like asking, do you want to hear what I have to say? Or is like, you know, just is it a, I just want to be heard or like, I hear you just say, I hear you. Do you want advice? Maybe ask them that. Um, I know a lot of times when I'm talking with my athletes that are going through that emotional roller coaster, whatever it is going through something. And I notice it. First thing I always ask them is, um, are you okay? What's going on? You know, do you need to talk about it? And I kind of just see kind of, that gives me a gauge of, do they want to talk in general? Do they need to vent or do they need advice? That gives me kind of my ground of where do I go from here? Because not all the time do they want that. 
and they just want to talk to someone that they trust and because it's not always their parents that they can go to. So a lot of times the coach, because you do have that really close connection with your clo- with your coaches and your team um, that you just want to like, be like, okay, coach, can you just listen for a second? Just listen to me. <laughs> so Allie, when we were talking earlier today and we were talking about, I was giving you a scenario with, um, that I was going through with your dad and him telling me that, you know, I'm always wanting to fix things. I'm always wanting to coach him. Right. And I got upset and I was like, what are you talking about? And, um, through our conversation today, it really made me think, gosh, you know, I don't do that with my clients. I let them talk. I let them, you know, help them to see their, um, thoughts, but then talking with you today and realizing that it's different how I communicate with friends or I communicate with my family and understanding that, you know, I still have that coaching hat on. And even as parents, as coaches, there's that still that I have my experiences and I have, you know, I have thoughts, I have things that I could tell you to help you. And we don't always want that experience. We don't always want that um, help. And so we have to step back and just be like, like you said, just a sounding board. And we have to understand, are you, are you a fixer or, and how is that serving you? And how is that benefiting you and the people that you deal with? Or are you a listener and which would, which would be better for whoever you're dealing with? Yeah. And that's like the hardest thing about being a fixer is everybody's problem. You're like, I can fix it. I can fix it. I can fix it. And you can't, you can't always fix everybody. And sometimes by trying to fix it, you make situations worse. I've learned that through experience, um, you know, friends coming to me, wanting my advice, wanting my help. And I would think, oh, instantly that's a, they want me to fix the situation. Okay. Well, they don't always want you to fix the situation. They just want you to console them. They want you to listen and be compassionate and just say, I hear you. I got you. I understand what you're going through and it's hard being a coach, being a parent, um, or even just being like older than someone. I think you always have like more experience and you're always trying to share that experience. So then they don't have to go through those same things that you went through, or if they do, at least they have more knowledge about how they can deal with this, these experiences and these situations. Um, and so it's really hard because it's like, you need to make sure that you're not overpowering them and just let them experience, let them get it out. And then maybe later on, you can just be like, oh yeah, I went through the exact same thing. I, I'm a person who like, I really try to relate. I always am trying to relate. Oh, I know what you're talking about. I went through the same thing. And then maybe I'll go ramble on on my story. But sometimes it's just being able to say, I get it. Instead of totally relating to it. You don't have to just say, I get it. I understand. And you're going to be okay. Yeah. It's like my mom, Betty used to tell me, Oh, this too shall pass. And, um, you know, I've been there, done that. Okay. But I haven't, I haven't been there. I haven't done that. So listen to me. Like, like, I don't want you to tell me what to do. I don't want you to tell me it's going to be okay on the other side. I just want you to hear what I'm going through so that I can get through it. 
And I mean, that's, that hit so hard with me all the time. And I remember as I was getting older and I constantly, she would constantly tell me that. And as I got older, it got more and more frustrating because the situations were different and the situations were harder and she wouldn't, she wouldn't just listen. And then let me ask her, Hey, what do I do from here? Oh, this too shall pass. It'll be okay. (laughs) Well, it's not. So now (laughs) what do I do? Well, I, if you're not looking for the, the help, the, the information, you're not going to listen to it. They're like, you're, they're literally will not listen to you. If it's not what they're looking for, you're going on on your speech, your ramble, your preach or whatever, they aren't going to listen. They're literally going to block it out. And in their head, they're going to be like, I really don't care. I don't want to hear what they have to say. It's always what they went through, not what I'm going through. Like, this is different. Like, it's always just these things in their head. So they're not even listening to what you have to say. So if you're a fixer and you're going through this, you need to make sure that you keep yourself in check. Parents, coaches, listen and say, okay, wait a second. I can tell by her face. She has no idea what I'm talking about. She's not listening to a single thing. So maybe I need to stop and I just need to listen to what they're going through and say, okay, I understand. I got you. I'm here for you. Just know that, that people want to be heard and, you know, not get hurt. You know, like when I was told, gosh, you're being so coachy and you're just, you know, you're trying to fix everything. I don't want you to fix everything. And not to take it, I took it personal. I took it like, you know, you don't care or you want me to change. It's not they want you to change. They just want you to, they just want you to hear them. They just want you to interact on their level and not on your own. And so a lot of times, you know, people want to um, just let them help them, let them talk, let them talk about, because a lot of times they'll fix it themselves. You know, they just need to vent and say, you know, what is happening? And unless they ask for the advice, it's okay not to give advice and just be that shoulder for them to cry on. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we, we talked about it a lot today because like you were saying, like you and dad were kind of going through that, that coachiness and it's hard when it's your natural instinct. Mm -hmm. And sometimes you have to go against your natural instinct and just listen because, you're only hurting yourself and that person more and um, causing setbacks because it's not benefiting them. And then when you find out that it's not benefiting them, it's going to hurt your feelings. Right. Well, and for me, it's not even, it's not even what I practice as a coach. (laughs) So I don't, I don't do that as a coach, you know? And so it's hard. It's hard for me as a, my own self to realize, oh my gosh, I have done this like through my whole family's life, you know, and yeah, I am a fixer and it feels good for me to be a fixer, but that's not the purpose. I'm not the one that needs to feel good at this point. It's them. And so, you know, to get out of our own need to fix and just be there for a family makes such a bigger impact than just fixing everything all the time. Yeah. And it all just comes down to time and place. Um, time and place of when 
to be a fixer and when to just listen. Mm -hmm. And it's really hard with coaches um, because you have that personal relationship with all of them. And sometimes during a practice, you just like will have a kid that breaks down or sometimes when one breaks down, the entire team breaks down and it's just like a domino effect. Um, And it's hard because you don't want to keep causing more like harm you know because if they're already going through it then nothing that you say or do is gonna really like benefit in the ways of like pushing harder or getting angry or anything like that but also it's not like you can just stop everything and be like okay everybody let's sit in a little group and let's just talk about our feelings for a couple minutes no you can't do that either so it's all just time and place and finding ways to keep them going in like small times, not small time frames while you can. Mm-hmm. Well, a lot of times, you know, the kids will come in with a problem, you know, and it's beginning of practice. And so what do you do? You have to tell them, you know, well, we can deal with it afterwards. I would love to hear you after practice. Let's make some time that you can talk about this. But right now, let's focus on, you know, interacting with your teammates and in practice and let's work hard during practice so that we can really um, focus on whatever issue it is. And maybe some, maybe sometimes after practice or during practice, the problem will dissolve because they're all of a sudden thinking about other things. Yeah. Yeah. And kind of like we had talked about earlier, I think that if you're passionate about something, especially like in your sport, in your practice, in your game, you spend time, like, you know, if you're on the sideline, not doing anything, yeah, that thought that whatever's going on is in your mind. But as soon as you're out there playing and you're doing your thing, I think it like kind of floats away. It just kind of goes away because you're too busy thinking about what I need to do in the moment. So focus on what you need to do in the moment. Let the passion kind of take you and even if you're not passionate about your specific like sport, maybe you're not, maybe it's not your number one sport. Maybe it's something that you're just doing on the off season or your parents are wanting you to really focus on this sport. Maybe that's not your passion, but you also have your teammates there. Your teammates there are always going to be there and they're your friends. I don't know anybody who isn't friends with any of their teammates. Hang out with your friends, listen to them. They're supporting you through and through. And they can be your passion to help you push through and to just like forget, just forget about it for a little bit. Find something that can help you to move forward and then recognize that. Maybe you're out playing and then you're on the sideline again and oh, it pops right back into my mind. Okay, well, I want to think about how about like just a couple minutes ago when I was out there and it wasn't even on my mind. I completely forgot about that. So then you can kind of understand and recognize your thoughts when and where you're doing everything. Exactly. Yeah, it's, it's great to um, have a distraction when you're frustrated and that person that has the problem. Um, absolutely to have those distractions like practice, like your friends, like getting excited about a game or whatever, you know, whatever it is, put your motivation towards the thing that you're doing. Um, but don't let it, you know, if you have a problem, absolutely find someone that you can talk to that is going to help you through that if that's what you need, or just to listen to you if that's what you need as well. 
but find that person if it's the co your coach or your parent or a friend having having someone to bounce those thoughts off of so that you don't just keep them in your head because that can be um distracting and it can you know build into more than it really is if you don't get it out so you know if you're if you're someone that has a problem find that person that will listen if you're a listener listen and you know be ready to give advice if asked and if you're a fixer step back and think does this person really want me to fix it or do they want me to just listen and be there for them and give advice when asked so you know if you're a fixer try not to alienate the person that's talking to you because they won't talk to you anymore they won't have that trust in you that you need um they want to be heard you know the person that that's coming to you wants to know that you hear them so take that into consideration they don't want you don't want them to lose confidence in you so trust in that yeah yeah definitely i mean lots of setbacks of fixing and if it's not in the right time and place um, but we want to hear your guys's experiences. Have you ever had that frustrated feeling and you wanted to talk someone and talk to someone and they just wanted to fix it? I, let's let us know in the comments below. We want to hear um, any of your questions about how to stop being a fixer, how to listen more, um, any of your experiences. We want to hear it all. So go ahead and just leave those in the comments. Um, because it's important. It's important for athletes. It's important for um, parents. It's important for coaches. It's important for everybody to be able to just stop and listen. Sometimes athletes get so in their head that they're not listening to what the coaches need. And so it all just kind of, it's a full circle and athletes a lot of the time get the brunt of it and don't get hurt. And so they are the ones that need the most of it. I would say coaches, parents, stop, take a second, listen to your athletes, understand what they need and do your best to support them as well as help them become better. Absolutely. Just be there for them, be there for each other and get yourself out of the, get yourself out of the, I want to and get yourself into, I'm here for you. Yeah. Cause it's not about you. It's about them. Listen to them. And Every, I think, honestly, chemistry between parents and athletes or coaches and athletes will only increase if you just take a second and think about them instead of yourself and recognize, stop and recognize. Yep, absolutely. All right, well, make sure that you guys are definitely listening and understanding that um, you guys need to be there to just listen, be there um, for the problem and a shoulder to cry on and just console. Um, fixers, do your thing, calm down a little bit, recognize, and um, you guys are going to get it. Um, but also, don't forget, leave us comments and experiences, questions, anything that you guys have. We want to hear it because not only is it going to help um, us get better, but it's going to help you guys as well kind of get some answers and it's going to help us learn what else we need to do or other experiences that you guys are having that we haven't gone through. Um, so please, please, please leave us comments below 
and let us know what you guys think. And also do not forget our workbook is out. It is up for sale and we are so excited about it. It looks absolutely amazing. You can get it on Amazon. The links are down below and they're on our Instagram, our Facebook, and soon to be our website. <laughs> our website is being finished up, but we're super excited to share all these new things that we have coming up with you guys. Um, thank you again for watching and we will see you all next week.